Um, it, it means money. 30 How? 68 mil so far. 68 mil? How much was the 30? Okay. Yeah. So, so it's made its money. I knew it was going to make its money back. I wasn't worried about financially or anything like that. I was just like, <sighs> I mean, this is the final one, so. It's, it's weird that this is the final one. Yeah. Or they could actually redo another one. <laughs> another branch. Just another branch timeline. Just branch it off all over the place. Dude, they should. Honestly, oh, can you imagine if they did a branch timeline? What happened if the kid won? Dude, I, and then he's the new Michael. I'm all for choose your own adventures movies. I'm for it. You like to choose your own adventure movies? Dude, I'm 100% for it. If you do that where you actually, even every other horror film, let's say we go back to like, let's say uh, Chucky. What if actually Chucky would actually kill the kid? Oh. Make that timeline. Yeah. <laughs> let's go back and revisit old films. Imagine, okay, imagine we're Freddy. We could avoid the number two altogether. But do you want to avoid two? That's the thing, though. You you think about that in the moment. Like, everyone, when that first, when, when Nightmare 2 came out, 83, everyone's yeah. like, this is, no, 85. This is weird. Like, no, you had to let that time build up. Now, in 2022, if you show that movie again, people will love it. I guarantee you. Yeah, they would. Yeah. Honestly, with current climate, yes. Yeah. But, dude, if we had... But I'm talking about, let's say we do a, 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 a timeline shift. Yeah. We start number number one, now we can continue with that number one and continue the franchise how they wanted it. I'm talking about doing those kind of things. Those things. Then someone who wants to keep up the, uh, uh, what's the Dream Warriors and then the Dream, uh, what was the other one called? Dream Master. Yeah. They want to do a, a Dream Series, they continue yeah. that thing. <laughs> we could, like, we could uh, be the writers for We could be the writers, <laughs> terrible writers, just. The timeline series. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. You're, you're ready to get this started, Let's man? Let's do this. All right. Where are we going? In three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV-related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian, and this is a very special, particular episode this week. This is actually be doubled up. This is going to be the... We're going to have two episodes this week. Ooh, nice. And if you guys haven't noticed, it's very quiet. We, we're missing one person here. Yeah, someone uh, didn't want to hear because they were a little, little scared. You know? they, they, they hate horror movies. We're talking about Michael. Yes, Michael, if you're listening to this right now, you suck. You yes. can't watch any horror movies because you suck. Yeah, we've... Look, I'm not the, I'm not the world's biggest horror fan, yeah. but I was like, oh, it's a movie. I'm going to watch it. That's mm-hmm. about it. You know... I'm going to sleep the night anyway. So, <laughs> But uh, someone says, uh, yo, haunt them through the screen. Yeah. <laughs> but this is particularly, like I said before, a special episode because it's primarily focused on a quick movie review. So this week we just saw Halloween Ends. Yes. Which just came out October 14th, which is directed by, of course, David Gordon Green and it was written by... Danny McBride, David Gordon Green, and this had other writers into it. This was, did the other films have four writers? Because this also had like a uh, P- Paul Brad Logan and Chris Brenier. Yeah, uh, on the other ones, no, actually there were like three writers on the previous. Uh huh. And I think the first Halloween only had it's two, just writers. two, right? Yeah. So they're just adding another writer every new film. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> But this was a very interesting, interesting movie. But before we get right into that, we have a quick shout out from our sponsor. 
Audible. That's right, Audible, the leading provider of audiobooks. They have over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from. This week, I'm reading Halloween Ends, the official movie novelization by Paul Brad Logan. Ooh. So he wrote the book and he wrote part of the screenplay. Damn. Look at that. Just making all that money. <laughs> <laughs> but that's right. So visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash redband for a 30-day free trial. You get one credit. Good for any premium selection titles you like. Yours to keep forever. The Audible catalog also contains podcasts, audible audiobooks, guide wellness, and audible originals. So go check out www.audibletrial.com forward slash redband. That's right. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash R-E-D-B-A-N-D, Red Band. Now, let's get into this. What a movie. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That was a, that movie was completely different from what I, I, that that was something I wasn't even expecting. I, we were so lost for words watching this movie and we were so thoroughly confused on what was happening. Okay, not just so people could know that mm-hmm. uh, you know Halloween ends, but this follows a timeline of the first, the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. Then it goes, the uh, ignores every film that's ever been released so far up to the 2018 18, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, then it was Halloween Kills. Then now it's Halloween Ends. But Jesus Christ, I like myself. <laughs> I just from yesterday watched. You, you watched all of them, like you. You just watched all of them yesterday, back to back. That I watched yesterday. I watched how. The first Halloween. First Halloween and Halloween 18. Yeah. I watched those. This morning, I fit. I watched- Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. And then we just went in to watch Halloween Ends. And, and holy fuck, it went to a completely different- Oh, that was a total left tangent. Like, what was- This was like a romance film. Actually, that was described. Really? Uh, really? Yes. It's described by one of the writers. I'm trying to see that. They intended to do every film as a- Oh, here it goes. Green. Uh- so it was David Gordon, the director. Yes. Okay. To give each movie in the trilogy their own themes. This theme being a departing story, departing, and pretty much a love story. Which, uh, wait. So are, were they trying to do what the original concept of Halloween was? Like, because remember, like the yeah. original Halloween was supposed to be an anthology series. Yes. Because if due to some, I don't know what happened, but it was supposed to be the original Halloween, which knows as Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they just wanted to conclu- conclude the story for some reason. Yes, that's when they really messed up. When they yeah. made the second one again about Michael Myers. Yeah, that's the third when they one, really... which people say like it makes no sense. Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch is because that was the point. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to be tied in. I think it's supposed to happen in the same town, and that's it. Yeah, nothing beyond that. So I feel like they were trying to get that concept with this new trilogy like the first one you know we're bringing it back to the original roots exactly how it was straight slasher the second one we're gonna get a little chaotic it's gonna be a straight new modern slasher with this whole mob element and we're gonna have a message behind everything yeah, a message behind it and just well let's be honest a straight slaughter that yeah dude, michael myers went on a full-blown no no the message of halloween kills was evil dies tonight how many times did they say that oh, shit yeah, in the last right. one? Yeah, they kept saying it over and over again. And then this no. one just whole left tangent, a whole, Damn. it went in a complete different ballpark. So this film opens up with the babysitter. Uh, what's his name? Corey. Yes. So we have our character, Corey, who is babysitting this kid and the kid was being a little prick, locked him up in a closet upstairs. Yes. Yep. So when he kicks the door open, he knocks the kid down and kid falls about three four flights of stairs and yes 
Dude, that snap though. You you saw oh, yeah. the full impact. And oh, that's no. where I thought when when they first killed the kid off in the very beginning, I was like, okay, so this is their message. Like, no one's safe. You know, this Perfect. is the this is like the conclusion to everything. So anything could happen. Anyone could die. But not the people that supposed to die <laughs> dies. It's yeah. more like everyone can die. Except for the main cast. I mean, everyone you see around you could die, but not these three. <laughs> <laughs> Those two, it was mainly just Lori and Allison. No, it was Lori, Allison, and the cop. Oh, yeah, the main cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main yeah, cop. yeah. yeah. Uh, Frank? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Frank, yeah, he came back and, like, so these three is the only supposed to live. No one else, like, everyone else dies. Yeah. But, and it started off with that. Like, I, I accepted that. It was completely something that wasn't related to Michael Myers. I was like, okay, this is just a step that we're going to get into. But then, about. 20 minutes later in the film, they're still following this babysitter kid, Corey. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? Where is Michael? I was like, where's that mask? Is he hiding in the corner? Is he in the shadows? Yeah. I don't know. He's not there. Then you get that one glimpse second of him in the tunnels with Michael. That weird scene where Michael grabs onto Corey and yeah. they look eye to eye and he's like, I'm transferring. <laughs> it like, was it felt like a transfer of power. It he's was like a right transfer in. of power and evil. I'm transferring my Even evilness. Even so much, it's like, the way it was shot was like, he looks straight, it's a close up of his eyes mm-hmm. and all of a sudden a quick montage or flashes. Of like, yeah, of, of like, their all lives. The, of, their, of his life. Yeah. Like, it's showing like everything real fast. Like, oh, now you've got the power. <laughs> now you got the power to be a, a supernatural killer. But then that was like 30 minutes in the film. You still don't get Michael actually doing something until like the last fucking like 30 minutes of the movie. Wait, no, no. Like he no, gets get, his first kill. You get your first kill in the tunnel, right? No, no, Michael. No, no, no. Let's 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 get let's clarify this. Yes. The first two kills of the movie was Corey. He yes. killed the kid, and then he killed the bum right after he met Michael the first time. Yes. You don't get Michael actually killing until like it has to be like an hour, hour ten into the movie. That's when he lures the cop. He lures that cop dude. Yes. And Which also, by the way, in the diner, when they got into the whole confrontation with each other and he stood up and got into the cop's face, wouldn't it be justification for the cop to arrest him? I thought it was gonna with be with all his cup buddies. Yeah, like I don't know what his plan was, but like that should have like I don't know why the cop's like, oh, this guy's bad. Okay. And then also he's so the cop's following Corey yeah. to the underpass. If you're following to beat someone up, and then all of a sudden they park their vehicle into a dark, shady underpass. Would you get out of your car and still follow this person to try to beat them up? It was an obvious setup. Oh, no. It was straight. Look it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk it down to this is a very ignorant town. <laughs> because Ignorant I'm- town, but they're so super aware of Michael. And they become super paranoid over it. And apparently no one is caught up to the 21st age. Because the only technology-wise they have is just cell phones. Yeah. But no security cameras. No, no nothing. No, no, nothing else. It's a small ruined town, a rural town, Illinois. You know? Dude, they had a, they had the new aunt, She had the newest phone. <laughs> Come on. Everyone had cell phones in that entire thing. Oh, remember from the last movie? Yeah. Where everyone gets a notification that Michael's loose? Mm-hmm. All the phones in the entire bar go off. Yeah. So let's me know that they're caught up on the phone age. <laughs> At least on the phone age. But not beyond anything else. Nothing else. Man. I don't know. How do, how do you feel about 
this whole new this concept of this new killer Corey. When you got the scarecrow mass and everything at the park. I was scared at first that they were going to do a full-blown like transfer power where Mike will be killed off, but Corey's the one that's going to be, you know, taking the new mantle. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck, I really don't want that. (laughs) He was, one, he was already the, uh, the unlikable nerd. Yeah. Even though he tried to sympathize, like, okay, the, the, the town misunderstood him. Mm -hmm. They misjudged him. But no, they're just like, no, this guy's just a straight asshole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But- and then it was also the thing, too, where Lori set the whole thing up. If she yeah. would have left the whole situation alone, Michael would never come back. This kid would have never fucked around and started killing people. It was kind of her fault. Oh, no. they they, they Every movie, they kept doing that. They jab at her like, no, this is your fault. This is your but, fault. Oh, but they were always blaming her for shit that was not. Like, how is it her fault that some psycho breaks out of a mental institute and then decides to make you its target oh no 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 actually no they point this out in the film in the other one Mm -hmm. um michael myers never had any intention of killing laurie altogether it's everyone else put him in line with that they showed like uh they were talking about like where he was found Mm -hmm. and why you know the people that were killed it was just it was a direct line to his house that's it nothing beyond that the only reason he went after is because that doctor drove her to him to her and dropped him off there that is true they said yeah and they were uh, I think in the, this movie, in the, uh, the beginning of the film, the uh, what's it called? The uh, the granddaughter, mm-hmm. Allison. Allison tells her, "You were never a target. You were everything happened because you let it happen." That's true. That is it was very true. true. He disappeared, dipped out. No one knew about him. That's it. But no, they had to fucking poke the bear. Why did he go back to Lori though? Uh, because of the uh, I'm I'm just gonna chalk it up to the fucking the. I don't know what you call it, the sharing of power, sharing a mental it a mental trauma. Yeah. That they like, have some kind of psychetic it, link. It, like, even how stupid it was, it made sense why Corey the boyfriend went to try to kill Lori. Yeah, but remember how I was saying earlier in the car that if they have some kind of like psychic connection because Oh yeah, when they were double teaming Corey and uh Michael were doing the double team kills, yeah. No, even before that, I realized before that. Because he showed up at his house, Michael was already there hiding in the bushes. Remember, mm-hmm. the second time is when they're together is at the doctor's house. Yeah. to kill him. So, do they have some kind of like, like, do they talk about it? Like, are they planning? Do they plan? Are, my question: Are they sitting in the little cave drawing a little map out, <laughs> or do they have some kind of psychic link? Or all right, all right so. I'm going to go into the poor area and I'm going to kill the doctor. So when the girlfriend runs, the nurse runs into the house, we're just going to trap. Like he's like drawing like little chalk drawings like, on I'm the wall. Out. And on top of that, I mean, I understand it's horror movie logic, but how did they both get there? Yeah. Did they both get on his little, he doesn't have a car, by the way. His bike, his little bike. <laughs> he's got a little bike. See Michael Myers riding bitch in the back. <laughs> That's all I'm imagining because they had to get there somehow. Maybe that was the true love story. It wasn't about Corey and Allison. It's about Corey and Michael. <laughs> Dude, like I, there's in between stuff that I, like they had to get there somehow. They had to work somehow. They had planned this out and like, huh, this is a a lot closer relationship than I thought. Oh yeah, but you actually start getting a Halloween movie towards the last fifteen minutes of this movie. The- so Corey goes on a full killing spree. He kills the the four teenagers for being assholes. He kills the his mom and his dad gets accidentally killed by yeah. one of those teenagers. Yes. He kills the disc jockey, the black dude. Yes. That was 
that was like the only cool scene where I was like, okay, it was a little over the top, but it was still pretty interesting. Yeah. Where he just bashes his face into the disc record and then his tongue was like all sticking out and just cuts it off. But you can't break glass. <laughs> he, he can stomp the woman's face yeah. in after he drove her over. Yes. But he can't break glass. Well, I'm talking about there's a scene where their Michael Myers is... No, no, no. It's like what I talked before, the scene before, yeah. where they first teamed up and did a double kill with but the it was, doctor. He was and the killing nurse. a doctor. A woman was that he was the uh, nurse, the head the nurse. nurse yeah. The head nurse was there. She freaks out, runs inside, but closes a no joke, maybe it's about like, it's like a sliding glass door, a regular household sliding glass. It's like a 15 foot sliding, it's a big one. It's going from the roof, from the ceiling, all the way down to the Tall, floor. but like it's not like thick or anything. Like yeah, that. but I mean, the wider the glass, the easier to should break, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's worth about like maybe 15 feet high, about maybe 10 feet wide. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty big piece of chunk of glass. Yeah, he cannot break a damn glass. <laughs> yeah. His sister's like smacking it for some reason. Yeah, instead of trying to kick it or you know using his full body force, body weight or something. I don't know. One of those chairs, the lawn chairs oh, in the yeah. background. You know, he could have grabbed anything and just smashed the window or fucking Jason it. Oh no, just no skull. Mike Michael Myers it and just punch right it. through. Yep. But no, this guy had just smack glass. And Michael was so weak in this movie. It was like that funny scene where he first killed a cop oh, yeah. and then he stabbed him and he removed the knife out of the body and he's like, he'll shaking, like orgasm, like I got fed the blood in so long I haven't had this. It reminded me of like those scenes where you have vampire movies where they have the old vampire and never had blood. In a very long time and he got blood for the first time. He's like, like rejuvenating. Like that. I thought that was happening. That's literally what was happening. He started shaking like, oh. My powers are coming back. <laughs> I've tasted blood. That was I, that was just weird. I like there's some moments that we're like, man, this is I watched the same movie I was watching before. <laughs> like I said, like I saw Halloween Kills when it first came out. Yeah. This has to have been more confusing for you, literally seeing it back to back, and it's like a whole complete different movie. Oh yeah, no, because like I said, the last one ended with Michael Myers staring uh, out the window after he killed the whole mob and yeah. Lori's daughter. Like, that's how it just ends there. Like, oh, okay. And then cuts to, like, the new movie. Like, well, he's been gone mm-hmm. for four years. No one knows where he's at. And this movie, how it ends. So, huge spoiler alert if you just didn't catch on to this whole episode. But I really expected Lori and Michael to off each other. Honestly, I thought that was, that was, I thought that was part of the main story. Like, that's Yeah, I thought that was the point of it. I thought like, okay, Halloween ends, which means it ends with everyone gone. Mm-hmm. There's no longer uh, something tying it down. Yeah. Nope. We got Lori stabbing the living hell out of him. Mm-hmm. Which for once, like, okay, someone's actually doing work on him. Seriously. She's put some fucking work. I mean, he was putting work on her though. Oh no. Yeah. He put some serious work on it. That was like, because we talked about like, originally these films were supposed to be two films and it got yeah. split up. And then we were talking before this. we saw this film, like, okay, obviously Halloween Kills was the filler of trying to cut two yeah. films into three films. Yeah, we were, like, we were picking up like points and stories. Like, okay, this little part was like for filler. This little part was for filler. Uh, no, we were completely The third wrong. film was the filler. Yeah. The third film, and then the last 15 minutes was like back into the original script, I bet you. Yeah, I was like, huh. That's why we walked up there like, oh, this movie was the entire filler. That's what it was. Yeah. I think the other stuff were intentional. It really felt like watching a completely different movie. It was a completely yeah, different yeah, it movie. Completely different it completely different movie. was a completely different movie. Yeah, it's like, wow. Sadly to say, it sounds like those, you hear about those horror movies that were like, uh, I'm trying to give an example. Uh, okay, Hellraiser. The, like, Hellraiser 5. Yeah. Um, 
that script for that movie was not intended for a Hellraiser movie. Yeah. They literally just bought a script, a horror script. And just threw Hellraiser things. And threw Hellraiser things and that's it. Yeah. I felt like it happened with this movie. Same thing. And I, I hate to say that, but that's what I think it is. It really did feel like that. But holy shit. Like, did you, can you say you enjoy this movie? Honestly. Like, I'm so torn apart. Like, it's such a bad Halloween movie and such a decent movie by itself, but being literally thrown a curveball to such a degree yeah. that it was actually shocking. Yeah. I can't tell if I enjoy that or not. Me like, too. I'm can't. not saying it's a good movie. I'm saying like literally watch this trilogy and then watch that last film. Be like, what the fuck did I watch? Honestly, if you were to remove the the parts of Michael Myers, mm-hmm. it would be a decent movie on its own. If you remove the parts of Michael Myers, you still got like an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, and I, and I say you got a decent movie. You right got there. a full movie still. Jesus Christ! Like, I, <laughs> why? That's all I say. Why, Danny McBride? Why? <laughs> but I can't tell if that was like, did they intend? Did they themselves write that extra bit, or did other people step in? Like Paul Brad Logan, if he wasn't part of the original, and then you got Chris Bernie. Like, did these people step in and like, yeah, we're gonna add some more extra shit into this? I think in the original script, the idea of a love a love interest was there, but I think it was supposed to might have been a quick one. You know what I'm saying? Like she met her boyfriend, and then Michael Myers killed awesome. him. Okay, so there was that one scene where he first got pushed off the bridge, and then he got dragged into the tunnels. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so this is the first kill. This is his first blood. He gets the taste back. Yeah. And then he goes back out. That's what I thought the movie was going to lead into. Yeah. Also, it didn't make sense that he dragged him away for him to wake up. <laughs> yeah. That did a. Does, does Mike need to see his like, victims like, living it? Like, I'm sorry, living, but mm-hmm. breathing and like, <laughs> in pain, I guess? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause like the first Halloween, it was written by Jeff Bradley, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. they started adding these other writers in, and that's where it started going like a whole left field. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, other than the whole left field of the love story, mm-hmm. uh, the actual part with my, uh, Michael Myers and Lori. Yeah, that was, that was, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the fight between them. I enjoy how she basically like stabbed him right to the counter. And it's funny too, because like his trademark in the series has always been stabbing people to the wall and yes. sticking them. Now she stabbed him into the countertop, threw a fridge onto him. Yes. And like slowly bled him out. She yeah. bled him. Yeah. She, no, she's bled him out, waited it out, but apparently that's still didn't do it. Yeah, no. She stabbed him, basically threw the rib cage into yeah. the heart. Yep. Then slit his throat oh. And then he still had the energy to grit his hand off of one of the blades and yeah. choke her almost to death. Yes. And then it took Allison to jump right in like, no, it ain't happening. Breaks his arm. And then they vertically slit his, slit his wrist. Okay. One, I have one thing. Yeah. One gripe. That's it. Yeah. Is how she broke the fucking arm. Like she just karate chopped the bitch and that's it. No, no. She's, um, she pressured it against the countertop because it was hanging over. So you just... Put enough force against the opposite direction. Yeah, but they look like she like mangled it completely. But yet he still like well, it's Michael Myers. He could recover fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, that pretty much is they, they just tag teamed him and just kept slicing. It was so funny because like this whole thing with this one is like he's just a man. He's just an old man. But Halloween Kills was like really trying to push the point. He's more than a man. Yeah, they were pushing like how 
everyone's question at that point everyone's question like how did he survive he got shot stabbed and all this stuff and how does he live and then this one this one ah, he's just a man that's all it he is. just gets stabbed a few times and bled out and then done i don't know they were they wanted to make sure he was not oh, coming yeah. back and then they prayed his body through the town bonnie and clyde style yep and then they're like yeah he gets his own little unprivate like Funeral procession. We're gonna throw him into a meat grinder. No, it was not a meat grinder. Oh, it was that was a, a car crusher. That was a car crusher. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, car or car like grind. I don't know. What yeah, it's, but yeah, it's, it's a car grinder. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's meant to destroy anything that goes into there. Yeah, and they definitely threw him in there. They threw the body in there. Did the body popping within the grinder feel a little lackluster? Like you saw the blood push out, but it seemed like they cut into the shot a little too late, where he was already being rounded out in there. Yeah. Honestly, what killed it is that they should just had his mask on him the entire time. I think. At the, well, the, it kind of defeats the purpose of like you got to pray him around, and show his face, like this is just a man. Yeah, but I like the idea of like this is the end of Michael Myers. The fact that the mask is, or at least they should have thrown the mask into the grinder too. Yeah, it's like you see what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, something where it shows like this is the end of Michael Myers. There's nothing left of him. Like what happened to the mask afterwards? She has it on her desk, <laughs> just there. Just. Keeping it. Apparently, the police don't need any evidence or <laughs> or anything. Honestly, do you think they want evidence? They dude, just want that story. They want that whole thing just to die down, and settle. Dude, they have like the worst police department. <laughs> I know the police. Didn't, the police showed up late to everything, and the what's yeah they show up late to everything. They did. They anyone give them advice? Like, nope, we do our own thing. Yeah. No, no, you should do this. Nope. We do our own thing. Mm-hmm. This had to feel. We do our own thing. <laughs> then they had the sheriff in the last one says, no, we have to get Michael Myers live. And then this one's like, no, we must parade him. <laughs> I know. I know. It has to be this way. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> All right. Change your heart, I guess. But the way he spoke is like almost like with pride. He was like, no, this has to end. <laughs> this has to end. This ends now. <laughs> I don't know, man. But what? Like, out of 10, what would you give this movie? What would you rate this movie? Solid five. Four. four. I'll get a uh, five. I'll be nice. Five. I want to say, like, four. Yeah, but... And I want to... I want I want to say more than six. Not for the reasons for it, but because I was entertained in a whole completely different way. But I think, yeah, I'll settle for that five. Like, my entertainment... From it being so weird is the only thing saving the movie. I don't know. Like, uh, like I said, for me, five just because it's like, it, like I said, I'm being generous with the five as well. <laughs> I want to get a lower. It's not Halloween. The reason I'm giving the five, I would have given, okay, the main story itself, I would have given like a three. Yeah. If I was just told this is a Halloween film and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yes, a three right there for the sto- that story, the mm-hmm. main yeah. love story. I'd give it a five just for the final scene. <laughs> Wait, which one? I'll see the not the Cialis commercial. The uh, oh, between no, 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 no. the uh, when when Lori kills uh, uh, Michael, Michael, like that whole scene, like okay, okay, that battle, like okay. No, I, I would give you, I would give you the five because of that Cialis commercial out there. Do you want to explain that to them okay. before we head out? It's okay. Uh, I'll get back. Okay, I'll give my original one first. But uh, at the very end, it's just Lori and Frank mm-hmm. talking like on the porch. Mm-hmm. Like he dropped some vegetables off, and they started like, oh, you know. I'll, I would like to see the, the cherry blossom. The cherry blossoms. Yeah. Which they make reference to earlier in the film that uh, he wants to go to Japan. Yeah. And they both sit on the porch. And I'm not sure they're talking to each other, or but they're just sitting there. 
And I'm thinking like sun is shining early in the morning. Yeah, it's like a sun. It's like sun is setting. It's, no, no, it's like it's in the morning, isn't it? I thought it was like in the afternoon. I saw orange in the sky. Oh, that could be either or. Okay, we just say yeah, yeah. No, I think it's later on because the kids were like running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, okay. Well, in, well, anyway, yeah, it's it's it has an evening look. Everything's calm. It's you see, you know, the wind blowing. It just looks like straight up Seattle's commercial. It does. I'm like, and you're like, oh, these old people are gonna get it on. <laughs> that's the first I'm like, oh, that's what's gonna happen right now. <laughs> and for a half for a half second, I expected an old people sexing. <laughs> I half expected this thing to happen. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it was, it was building up to it, man. It, it was building up to like, oh no, oh no, it's getting there. Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. The clothes kept on. <laughs> and what was like with those final shots at the end? That was weird, right? Uh. It's just quiet, random rooms in her house, and then cuts. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, That made no sense, right? Like, those last couple shots. Yeah, it made no sense. Just that one final shot that showed Michael's mask on her little coffee table. And then it cut to, like, random other shots in her house. Yeah, it was like... No, no. The one with the mask was the very final... The very last shot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was doing that the whole, like... It was showing her kitchen. It was showing the floor. It was showing this and that. And And mask. And that's it. It was quiet. It was eerie. I was like, oh, shit. It's going to be like... He's hiding somewhere somehow, even though they grinded up his body. I was like, okay, are they going to try to like lead on to another thing? Or maybe the kids somehow survived and didn't explain it. But then no, all of a sudden music started playing and then it cut the credits. I was like, what? I would have, honestly, I would prefer a more symbolic ending where Michael's always with her. Yeah. Some kind of thing where like it shows like in a reflection, but it's in her mind. Yeah. And I would have preferred that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But this ending, I was like, huh. All right. All right. We'll just, we'll accept that. Like, we'll accept that. I'll close it. I'm accept, I accept this closure because I really don't want to go back to that one. <laughs> I don't want to go back there again. Just close I it. I don't. Just close that. I definitely agree with that. I still got other ones to go through. I know. You still got the original. I got it. I mean, later. And later yeah, because our house. Yeah. yeah. So big, uh, Huge update for our Halloween special. We're going to be yeah. doing a horror movie franchise series. Yeah, so all of us are assigned a franchise. And I decided the most difficult one. <laughs> because there's no continuity. No continuity whatsoever. They're going to Halloween series. Yeah. For anyone, it branches out from three different three different timelines from number one to 18 and it's, up. It's like the MCU movies. They yeah. have their own, you know, divergent timelines. Yeah, but this is not. This is a complete choose your own adventure. Yeah, timeline. it is a choose your own adventure. This, not, this is if I'm going through different. Uh, what's it called? Uh, mul- I'm going through the multiverse. Yeah, of the multiverse of Halloween. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's gonna be a good place yeah. where we leave off tonight's topic. We want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic. Did you like Halloween Ends? Did you hate it? You can love it. You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we will put this up in our open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news. We put out episodes every Friday or every, sorry, every Monday. For our audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And because Michael isn't here, I'll give those last few end notes for you guys. You guys can, of course, find the live version of this or the video version of YouTube, except this episode particularly will just be audio channel. So you're just going to get a little spinny logo going. And it will be a great help to us 
if you guys can sponsor our Patreon. Yes, we are. We are on Patreon, so any small donations will really come a long way into helping this podcast set and just really let us grow out. So please hit on those links and don't forget to like and subscribe. And of course, we'll see you next time. Later, taters.